1: I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward, inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT and T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT and T Fiber. Live like a gazillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit att.com/hypergig for details.
0: You don't just live in your home; you live in your neighborhood as well. So when you're shopping for a home, you want to know as much about the area around it as possible. Luckily, Homes.com has got you covered. Each listing features a comprehensive neighborhood guide from local experts. Everything you'd ever want to know about a neighborhood, including the number of homes for sale, transportation, local amenities, cultural attractions, unique qualities, and even things like medium lot size and a noise score. Homes.com. We've done your homework.
1: Hello. From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Encyclopedia Womanica. All April, we're talking about explorers and contenders, women who veered outside of prescribed gender norms to accomplish feats in fields strongly associated with men. These women literally discovered new paths and or participated in incredible athletic endeavors. I personally find this group inspiring, especially at this moment when many of us are stuck indoors. Our contender today was a record-setting swimmer. Her accomplishments include competing in the Olympics and becoming the first woman to swim across the English Channel. Let's talk about Gertrude Ederle. Gertrude was born on October 23, 1905 in New York City to Henry and Anna Ederle, German immigrants who owned a butcher shop. Gertrude was one of five children. As a child, she had a hearing impairment that would become more severe over time. Growing up, her family spent summers at the New Jersey shore. It was there and at a local public pool in New York City that Gertrude first learned to swim. She was a natural and quickly fell in love with the sport. Gertrude's talent in the pool was so evident that she quit school as a teenager in order to train full time. She excelled at a stroke called the eight beat crawl in which the swimmer kicks eight times per every arm stroke. She joined the Women's Swimming Association and started winning amateur competitions. In 1922, still as a teenager, Gertrude broke seven records in a single afternoon at Brighton Beach. Gertrude's aquatic excellence took her all the way to the 1924 Paris Olympics. Her team won gold in the 4x100 freestyle relay, and Gertrude won bronze medals for two other freestyle races. That was all well and good, but Gertrude was actually set on earning a different kind of swimming achievement altogether. She wanted to swim across the English Channel, a wave and current-filled body of water between England and France. A few men had successfully accomplished the feat by that point, but no women had done so. Breaking that glass ceiling was Gertrude's ultimate ambition. The year after the Olympics in 1925, Gertrude made her first attempt, but was disqualified. A year later, in 1926, Gertrude tried again. She set off from the French coast, donned in a bikini, a swim cap, and goggles. To protect herself from the cold and any potential stings, Gertrude also covered her body with lanolin, a kind of wax that comes from woolly animals. This time, Gertrude succeeded. 14 hours and 31 minutes after leaving France, she arrived in England. Once again, she had set a record. She completed the swim a whopping one hour and 59 minutes faster than her male predecessors. Her victory was noticed. When Gertrude returned to New York City, she was greeted as a champion, praised by everyone from the mayor to US President Calvin Coolidge. Coolidge invited Gertrude to the White House, where he deemed her America's best girl. Gertrude had become a celebrity. Her swim across the channel was so fast that her record held for over two decades until 1950. That said, her competitive swimming career was over, perhaps partially because she had accomplished her biggest goal, and partially because she was unable to compete after a 1933 back injury. Still, Gertrude joined the vaudeville circuit, where she performed swimming demonstrations. She also swam at the 1939 World's Fair in New York. The hearing disability Gertrude had as a child caused her to eventually become completely deaf. Even so, Gertrude continued sharing her passion for the pool with others. She taught kids to swim at the Lexington School for the Deaf in Queens, where she lived with several friends. Gertrude died in New Jersey in 2003, the Gertrude Ederle Recreation Center on the Upper West Side of Manhattan, which of course also has a pool, is named in Gertrude's honor. All month we're talking about explorers and contenders. For more on why we're doing what we're doing, check out our Encyclopedia Womanica newsletter, Womanica Weekly. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Encyclopedia Womanica. And you can follow me directly on Twitter at Jenny M. Kaplan. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. Talk to you tomorrow.
0: Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? right rug flooring whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cash back rewards
1: a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks kemba financial credit union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs